Happy New Year and happy Capricorn season, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Shea, the Indigo, for the January Energy Forecast Report. For this month, we welcome the new moon, Supermoon, on January 2nd with the sun and moon in Capricorn. We've started the month with the energy of the number eight. However, the energy for the 2022 year is a six, which brings us into harmony with ourselves and with one another. The full moon will be coming in on the 18th with the six energy in Leo, which will allow for our groundwork to become a bit easier to get through. We will be closing out the month with the number 11, which spirit is wanting us to trust ourselves more and work on our spiritual health. Let's get into this episode. Take a listen. The Metaspiritualist is guided by the creator of the universe through prayer, meditation, and sound healing. Hey, Shaya, how you doing? Happy New Year, boo. Hi, girl. Happy New Year. How was your New Year? I know, I mean, I know we've talked offline, but. Yeah, my entire holiday season from Christmas to New Year's, we were sick, me and my baby, all of us. Um, <laughs> New Year's, we still got to, um, I didn't go anywhere because, you know, there's too much sickness going around. Like mm-hmm. everybody is sick to the point where we go to get meds and the shelves are cleaned off from, you know, cold meds and stuff like that. It's, it's scary. But yeah, so we didn't go anywhere, but um, I have a balcony outside my bedroom and we were able to watch the fireworks. Literally from the balcony, so we didn't even have to go in there. It was pretty awesome. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and then Christmas was uh, it was Christmas, you know. It woke me up at like seven a.m. <laughs> I actually let them uh, open up their stuff the night before. Uh, I couldn't help it; it just hit me. And I was like, "Go ahead and open all of y'all stuff now." They were like, oh. <gasps> Oh my gosh! <laughs> my, daughter, my oldest, she asked me later on, she's like, What made you let us open up presents early? And I was like, I was already planning on doing it. She's like, I love you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> so, well, girl. My my new year was, was a lot different this year because last year I was sick. My whole family was sick. And um, this year, my husband and I went to a masquerade gala and, you know, with everything being locked down, I, I forgot how to put on makeup because I haven't worn makeup so long. (laughs) That's so funny because I, um, I used to love I wouldn't say I love makeup because I I really don't wear makeup like that. But it's one of those things where I don't really, it's not really a big deal to me. However, I so happen to be really good at it. Mm -hmm. And so there was a period where I was was wearing makeup like all the time. But Mm -hmm. as of lately and probably last year, that's been like non-existent just about. Unless um, unless I have a special occasion. Speaking of that, I had a masquerade ball 
that I had to perform at. Um, I think I showed it to you before. I feel like I showed it to you before, but yeah, 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 yeah. You showed me that one. I like that one because it has the butterflies on it and the pearls. Yeah. yeah. So it has more butterflies on it, but my three-year-old decided to pluck those off. <laughs> Girl, well, let's get on into this thing. I'm excited for 2022. What you got for the collective boo? All righty. So I'm going to start off with the uh, beginning of the month energy which so happened to have a new moon um, to kick off the new year, which I think is really cool. Um, the new moon was on the 2nd, January 2nd, and both the sun and the moon were in Capricorn. At the beginning of the month energy, like we normally start off with the numerology of the first of that month. Mm-hmm. Um, and the numerology of the first of that month was eight of this month. January 1st, 2022 um, breaks down to eight numerology wise. And of course, on the first and the second, the planet is the same sun and the moon both in Capricorn. So that's very um, ambitious type of energy. When you're looking at, and it wasn't just a new moon, it was a super new moon. Okay. And um, so, like I said, starting off numerology-wise, you have eight, which is the number of abundance, leadership, um, entrepreneurship, um, anything that can, and, you know, not necessarily bring wealth, but, of course, abundance isn't always tied to money. So, you know, that's abundance in any way, anything that makes your cup feel full and brings you fulfillment and happiness. So that's abundance. Love, that's abundance. Um, And don't get it twisted. Love does not, you know, limit itself to romance. That's love in general when it comes to friends, family, um, lovers, you know. Anything that you love to do, anything that brings you happiness and fulfillment, um, all of those things can really uh, harmonize this year. That's the theme of this year with it being 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to get to that at the end. Um, but it ties well into the way that the year kicked off. You know, that's going to be the theme of the entire year all the way to December. Um Last year, being 2021, uh, numerology-wise, that breaks down to five. So that was change. Mm -hmm. And change is transformation. So, you know, the process of transformation is brutal. It's not always pretty. It's not always comfortable. (laughs) And, you know, we remember last year, like, all of the shifts and the retrogrades and the things that were going on in the sky in the world I mean it was a lot of purging is what you know comes with the transformation process it's always some type of purging process and that's never pretty and it's never comfortable so but it uprooted a lot of um, you know, lower energies and things that we needed to face within ourselves and within our interactions with other people. 
mm-hmm. things that um, no longer align with us and our spirit and the universe and being whole with the universe. Anything that was aligning with that was removed. You know, if we were trying to hold on to things that we know wasn't for us, mm-hmm. either we was pushed out of it or the universe pushed it out of our lives, you know, no matter how bad we wanted to hold on to it. So, you know, that was part of the purging process that brought in change. Last year's theme, 2021, being the number five is change. This year, because we've gotten rid of all of those things that was not for us, um, 2022-wise, that breaks down to the number six. Two, four, six. Two plus two plus two is six. So um, six is, I said I was going to get to that at the end of the broadcast, but. <laughs> but you let it flow, girl. Let spirit, let spirit use you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds so familiar. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so I'm going to try to save that for the end. So I talked about the new moon and mm-hmm. um, the beginning of the month energy and how those two things correlate numerology-wise and zodiac-wise or astrology-wise. So the beginning of the month, the first, uh, and then when the new moon fell, which was on the second um like I said, it started off with eight energy, abundance, wealth, uh, ambition, things like that. And then we have the sun and moon in Capricorn. And like I said, that's just furthermore ambition, um, work, discipline, um, things like that. And all of that will be easier to this year. Um, and I will explain why later. Okay. So the full moon. It's going to be on January 18th. And numerology-wise, if you include the year, you have one. January plus one plus eight, which was at 18, and then six. So all of that broke down to 15. Break 15 down, add one and the five, and that is six. Uh, Which, again, is the energy of the entire year. Mm -hmm. So, um, but... The full moon is going to be uh, in Leo on January 18th. The sun will still be in Capricorn. And the numerology of that date, like I said, is the number six. So combining all of those things, um, like I said, the number six is the number of harmony. Um, And when things are in harmony, that means that there's nothing that's getting more attention than the other, or there's nothing that's getting, because you got to think about balance, because 222, two, two, when you see that number, and I know a lot of people is seeing 222 two, two already. This oh, yeah. year, 2022, all of our listeners, mark my words, if you have never paid attention to seeing a number sequence, I'm pretty sure a lot of us are going to be seeing 2022 all the time. It's going to be on license plates, billboards, bumper stickers, on your clock, 
<laughs> like it's already started because in 2022 this year I've been seeing two 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 so much and mm-hmm. um and it's a beautiful thing like I said that's the number of uh, balance because two is the number of balance so when you think about the number two and the energy of balance you want to think about the scales because you have two scales one on each side and mm-hmm. when something is off balance that means one side is heavier or lighter than the other side so when you're trying to uh, and then two to two also uh, is your mind body and spirit and so if you're seeing two to two a lot that's spirit telling you to seek balance it's really just the number two in general just the energy of two but yeah, so, and then right and then the two 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 is six which is also a number of balance so if you're seeing that number that spirit either telling you to seek balance there's something in your life that's getting more attention than something else that needs the equal amount of attention and a lot of times you know that could be within ourselves like i said mind, body, and spirit, those are the three things you want to always look at mm-hmm. when um, you see that number. And then um, a lot of times you can see that and it's telling you that things are already balancing out for you. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're out of balance. Sometimes, you know, when you see that it's spirit telling you that things are balancing out. Um, so you don't have to worry you don't have to stress or be too hard on yourself or beat yourself up and thinking that you're not doing good and mm-hmm. all of that like that because a lot of times you know we need that reminder that things actually are balancing out within our life right. so seeing two 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 it's either one of those two meanings either it's telling you to find balance look within your mind body and spirit to see if there's one thing that's getting more attention than something else or it's telling you um, that spirit really is balancing out those things or, you know, anything outside um, on the outside in your life. Things actually may be balancing out in a way that you probably aren't seeing. Mm-hmm. So when you have achieved that balance, that is where you can say harmony is here because all of those things, like I said, nothing is getting more attention than the other. Mm-hmm. And not only is, you know, nothing getting more attention than the other, but they're all working together to maintain that balance. That's why balance, I always say balance is, is a, you know, is, it is a verb. It's a balancing act, right? Mm-hmm. If you look at um, gymnasts, like say if they're on the balance beam, mm-hmm. they're always moving. There's never a moment where they're just there. They're just standing there. That's when you get to the number four and you have four legs on a table mm-hmm. or a chair. So it's firm. You have the foundation. Two, there's always going to have to be movement to maintain that balancing act. Another reason why um, two represents movement I always say that you're not technically counting when you count you're not technically counting until you get to two right because zero is just what it is zero is void zero Mm -hmm. is everything and nothing there's no 
positive. There's no negative. It's just there. That's it. Right. It is what it is. Then you have one. That is the beginning. That is the start. That is when you're standing in place. You're not moving. You're just standing there. When you take a step, when you lift up one foot, you still are not moving until your second foot moves and brings that motion forward. So this is why I say number two represents movement. So when you're trying to maintain balance, it's a balancing act. It's something that you have to consistently look at. So when you're seeing the number two, 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 you want to look at your mind, your body, your spirit, uh, you know, first. Of course, you have everything outside of that. You have your work, you have your family, you have, um, you know, anything else that's important to you that's, you know, part of your daily life that you want to maintain. Um, but of course, like I said, when you're looking at um, that number, 222, or if you're seeing that, or if you really just want to understand the energy of this entire year, mm-hmm. um, then you just want to look at those three things first, your mind, body, and spirit. Got it. And if you start there, you know, it helps for everything else outside of that to balance out naturally on its own, you know. So um, the full moon on the 18th, like I said, the numerology of that day is six as well, just like the energy of the year. Mm -hmm. So, um, and at that time, the sun will still be in Capricorn, barely, but it will still be in Capricorn at that time. Um, So a lot of the groundwork that we had to put in um, last year is easier now because all of the things that were in the way or all of the things that were hindering us or pulling us down was removed. It was purged out. You know, it was uprooted, mm-hmm. was cut. You know, even <laughs> if we were trying to hold on to it, spirit was like, "You're you. You don't see where I'm trying to take you, and you don't see how this or that is holding you back. So I'm gonna push you or put you in a position where you're so uncomfortable to where you have no choice but to remove yourself, or it's gonna affect your mental health, yeah. or you know, it just gets removed forward. I mean, for you, (laughs) like some people lost their jobs or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, relationships or all of those retrogrades. There's a retrograde right now. We have have Venus in retrograde, honey. (laughs) The year started off with Venus in retrograde. Mm. And then. Now, what what does that mean? with venus being in retrograde so venus is the planet of everyone associated with love it is Mm -hmm. the planet of love and romance but it's also um romance beauty um money anything that brings you happiness anything that makes you feel good um but generally it's you know love it really is you know a thing about love and romance and with the year being uh, a two 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 year and the full moon falling on a number six, 
mm-hmm. date. Um, twos always re- relate to relationships as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, too, with everything I just explained about the number two or seeing two, 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 a lot of times that also can mean that um, a soulmate is coming or because two is, you know, one and two. It's mm-hmm. the man and the woman. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, like the number two. So when I when I talk about the mind, body, and spirit, that is considered a trinity. It's just one of uh, many trinities that exist out there. So when you have a trinity, it could be a trinity of any kind. Everybody thinks of you know Father, Father Son, and Holy Spirit. You mm-hmm. think of the trinity. That's just one of many. We also have man woman child or mother father and child mm-hmm. so that's the three so when you have the two that's the mother and the father right mm-hmm. so that's why the number two has a lot of emphasis on relationships or um because i know there's a lot of people that's listening to this that's getting excited for me talking about this part because a lot of people are looking for love mm-hmm. and that's the part of this segment that I was trying to wait till the end to get to. Because <laughs> it's like spirit. He said, no, no, Shaya, you're going to, you're going to talk about this right now. And I have to now because I'm talking about the full moon and that's a number six number. So this is harmony, but the two in this number six, is there's going to be so much emphasis on love this year, you guys. If you're looking for love, there is a good chance that love is coming for you. Um, not just not just you know having the hots for somebody, mm-hmm. or not just a fling or whatever, but like soulmate type love. Yeah. Um, the number two and seeing two 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 is also the number of the twin flames. Twin is two. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and can can I just, can I just say too, uh, when you were talking about that, I thought about the theme that everybody was doing, you know, last year, like self-love, like they were every, a a lot of people seem to have really started going inward Mm -hmm. and working on themselves. And so once you really authentically and genuinely love yourself, then love outside of you has no other choice but to find you right it 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 attracts itself to you naturally because this is the energy that you're giving out yeah i've seen that message so much like from in so many different ways from numbers that i'm seeing that i research um readings that i watch readings that i've done on myself Mm -hmm. um that's been saying that exactly what you just said um love yourself love yourself more. get more in alignment with yourself because when you're in alignment with yourself you're in alignment with the universe mm-hmm. and you're exuding love in general because right. you're loving yourself you're embodying that energy just like um the rose quartz crystals i was looking to the side because i wanted to see uh where i put my crystals i wanted to show you my rose quartz because it's big and it's pretty. But, um, <laughs> anyway, so so this crystal is one 
that you would want to incorporate into, um, you know, any type of energy that you're trying to um, use to heal yourself or anything that you're trying to manifest. The rose quartz crystal is um, one that helps you to love others. It helps you to love yourself as well. Mm-hmm. It helps you give love more freely and it makes you more open and less resistant to receiving. There's two sides to everything. Every single thing has two sides. Life is a mirror. Everything I just said is a shadism. Life yeah. is a mirror. Everything has two sides. It doesn't matter what it is. So if you have a crystal and the purpose of it is to help you love yourself or to help you be less fearful of giving love, then naturally the other side of that is that is going to help you receive love as well. There's never going to be a time of giving without receiving. That's how, that's what you were just talking about. You're loving yourself. You're giving that energy to yourself. Mm-hmm. And so naturally you're not fighting the universe and saying, I want love right now. Give me love. Send me somebody. When you do that, you're telling the universe you don't trust it. You're mm-hmm. telling the universe that you want it to happen for you right now. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with wanting what you want. We want what we want. Yeah. But you don't have to demand it. That it reminds part. me, it reminds me of that commercial. It's my money and I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> I used to crack up so hard at that commercial. <laughs> you want to see me laugh? You want to hear me crack up laughing? If that commercial came on, they used to just have me down. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so naturally, if you are um <coughs> giving yourself this love, this Mm -hmm. affection, you know, you're spoiling yourself, you're taking yourself out, you're um, practicing self-care for the sake, not with the intent to attract love, okay, now that we know if we love ourselves, it will help us to attract more love, that's not what you want to do it for, you want to love yourself for the sake of loving yourself, you want to practice self-care for the sake of that you deserve it. Um, a big part of manifesting anything is, you know, they always talk about you have to believe that it's going to happen. Yes, but you also have to know mm-hmm. that you deserve it. It's so much stuff that um, I remember back, you know, in my religious days going to church and I remember they would say, um, there's nothing too big that you can ask for. There's nothing too small that you can ask for. And learning that and hearing that in church, that was a big deal to me. Like that hit me because it made me more mindful of my prayers Mm -hmm. and made me think about what am I holding back from asking for? What am I thinking is too much? Mm -hmm. You know, something that's too small doesn't mean that you're spoiled. If you want, to go to work without any traffic, I don't feel like that's asking for too much. I don't think that's, you know, you being too demanding. 
that's just what your spirit would like <laughs> to experience, <laughs> to feel more at peace. But if you're cussing out the universe, like, why do you give me traffic like this every single morning? Yeah. Then you're fighting it. But if yeah. you say, you know what? I can actually pray and say, there won't be any traffic or anything that's going to make my commute to work more difficult or tedious, frustrating. And you believe that and you embody that energy. And you express gratitude in advance. Right, right, always. And and then, so look, gratitude also is something that has to come into you. You have to thank spirit for even listening and open its ear, opening its ear to your request. And then when it happens, you have to thank it again. It's Mm -hmm. like I said, there's two sides to every day. You have to thank it in the beginning and after. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to give you an example of there's nothing too small or too big that you can ask for. So this is one of those things that I would consider to be really small. Um, but it's big. It was big for me, you know, mm-hmm. knowing spirituality and things and how you manifest things. So um, this one day, so I was a male lady back in the day. I don't know if you remember that, but um, <laughs> I used to be a male lady. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this one day, so the uh, post office was literally like seven minutes away from my house. And I'm driving to work. Well, before I leave, I'm like, I, I used to like to chew gum uh, while I was working because I have a phobia of getting lost. If I get lost, I freak out. It's mm. like literally, I have a, I don't know what it is, but if I get lost or if I feel like I'm about to get lost, I don't know where I'm going through, I'm scared. So <laughs> being a male lady, when you don't know any routes, the only real way to learn them is to get lost. Ask any male man, male lady, they will tell you. <laughs> um, so I would chew gum to make me calm, mm-hmm. right? So I realized I ran out of gum. And before work, I'm at home still, and I'm like, I got to stop at the store and get some gum, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, knowing me, I might forget. And I was like, if I forget, then I'll just stop somewhere on the store on the route and get some gum. But I really don't want to forget because it's something really important. Because this phobia is real, like, and chewing gum really used to calm me. So this was small, but it was a big deal. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I got to make sure I get some gum. I get to work. I pass smooth by the store. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to stop and I forgot to get my pack of gum. Right? I get to work. I get to my case. We call it cases where you stand there and you take the letters and you throw them in the case uh, in order of the route. I get to my case. There's a brand new pack of gum on my case. What? So I get there and I'm like, what the heck? So one of the clerks was like, oh, hey, I bought an extra pack of gum this morning. And I just set it there so you can have it. Look at that. <laughs> so it's like, there is nothing. That was an example of there's nothing too small that you can ask for you know right. that was a big deal to me just because like he, the person who bought it for me 
they didn't know how big of a deal it was. And it was a big deal because it literally would calm me down. I had a real life phobia of getting lost and chewing gum would keep my mind off of it. And I forgot to get some on the way to work. And I get to work and I get to my desk and there's a brand new pack of gum just sitting there. Wow. You know, so. (laughs) (coughs) So um, that was a prime example of that. A big example. I've told you this story a lot of times. Um, the monarch butterfly. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to retell that full story, but you know what happened with that briefly was um, I went to I went from Mississippi to Louisiana mm-hmm. to uh, see my mom perform on a show, and so the day before that. I'm sitting outside in my backyard, I'm on the patio, and I see a butterfly that I thought was a monarch butterfly. And I was like, oh my God, there's my favorite butterfly. And then when it got a little bit closer, I was like, oh, it's not a monarch. And I thought about it, I was like, I haven't seen a monarch in a really long time, and that's my favorite butterfly. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to test out this manifesting stuff, right? So I said, you know what, universe, I'm going to see a monarch butterfly. So, and this is the key to manifesting. You can't say, I want to see a monarch butterfly. I need to, you don't want to do that. You don't want to, because that's demanding. You want to say, I'm going to see one. It's going to happen. I'm going to have a good day. Today is a good day. Yeah. And so that's what I did. I said, I'm going to see a monarch butterfly. And sometimes we try to get too, you know, extra with it. I want to see a monarch butterfly right there by that tree at two o'clock p.m., which there's nothing wrong with that. You know, when you try to manifest, they say you want to be as specific as possible, Mm -hmm. but you don't want to be specific in a way of like out of fear. Like if I don't say this, then it won't happen. Right. You know what I mean? So. When I said that to myself, I'm going to see a monarch butterfly, I caught myself looking for it because I kept seeing other little butterflies. I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. It's really manifesting. I was like, oh, dang, that's not even a monarch. <laughs> and then I would feel disappointed. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. oh, it's not working. And you can't do that. You can't have no doubt. You can't have any type of, that's resistance. You're that saying you don't trust the universe. And I called it. I called it. I was like, nope, 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 nope. I'm feeling disappointed. I'm feeling like it's not working. I said, I'm going to see one. So I'm going to see one. Mm-hmm. So you can say, you know, I want to, you you can be specific and be like, put the how, when, where, etc. That's fine. But when you do that, you want to let it go. Yeah. So I said, I'm not going to worry about the how, the when, or the why, or whatever. I'm going to see one. And I left it alone. Okay. The next day, very next day, the little next day, I go out of town to see my mom perform. And my uncle, her brother, he um, he's crazy. He, he's, he's a Taurus. <laughs> and... <laughs> 
He's like one of those Tauruses that are loud. Like when he sees, sees his sister, my mom performs, he's like, that's my sister. Yeah, yeah. He's loud. He claps for her. He's, he's crazy. And he's, he's, he's a drinker. But um, it was already a party when we got to the show because he was there. And um, he uh, he saw my, my girls, my daughters, and they were, you know, upset. They were frustrated and sad from the drive. And um, they didn't want to be there at all. And he was like, um, I'm taking these babies home with me. They're tired. They don't want to be here. So I'm like, okay. I, I just tell. That was one of the moments that there was no, him taking no for an answer. So, <laughs> and his wife was there. So I didn't have to worry about him driving drunk. So I'm like, okay, she's going to drive. They'll be fine. Talk to my mom about it. This is the last person in the world I would have ever had to babysit my kids at any moment. Because <laughs> he's crazy. He's funny. He's amazing. I love him. Uh, but I think we all I think we all have that type of uncle. Yes. <laughs> that uncle. He's that one. Um, but I would never in a million years have just he loves children though. So mm-hmm. I knew that they would be okay, but still, like it was just like this is you know, this uncle. So I pulled my mom to the side. She had a little moment for, you know, intermission. I was like, oh, he want to take the kids home. And she was like, she looked at him. Because like, he's, he's out there. He's wild. <laughs> but he's fun. And so she's like, they'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, you, you can let him go. You should let him go. I was like, okay, mama said it's cool. If she doesn't feel <laughs> like, you know, that we have anything to worry about, then they'll, they'll be good. Mm-hmm. All right. So make a long story short, I knew about how long it should take for them to get to his house. So I called him and he was cracking up laughing. He said, they're jumping on the bed. They're hitting me with pillows. And his wife was in the background laughing. I said, OK, they're good. I was like, all right, bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, the next morning, I wake up early. So this is this uncle. That has my babies. I wake up early. I'm like, I'm sure they had fun, but I'm going to go get them. Yeah. <laughs> right now. And my mom so happened to went to go with me. I get there and the girls, they're already outside in the backyard playing. The back door was open. And I don't even think they knew I was there yet because they were already outside playing. Anyway, so it's me, him, his wife, my mom. We're sitting in the living room. Kids are outside, and I only knew they were out there because the door was open. Mm-hmm. My daughter, my oldest daughter, she walks in. She sees me. She's in a room full of people, and she walks directly to me, and she said, Mama, there's a monarch butterfly outside. And again, this is the next day. Okay. So I immediately knew what it was. And I just looked down. I'm smiling. I'm like, wow, universe. Okay. And she didn't say, come outside, come see it. She didn't have to say it because I knew what it was because I knew what I prayed the day before. So I got up naturally and my mom went outside with me. I followed my daughters to it. It's a big, I mean, this is a big backyard. There's nothing but grass. The grass is freshly cut. There's no flowers out there. There was no reason mm-hmm. for there to be a butterfly where it was. And this was a big monarch butterfly. It was huge. And, you know, I believe in energy. And my uh, my middle baby, she's very, very hyper. And 
I'm like, if this butterfly, she was standing right next to you. I'm like, she's not afraid of her. Just her energy being as wild and hyper as it is. Because it was sitting there. It was laying, letting her touch it and stuff like that. I'm like, if it's not scared of her, mm-hmm. then maybe I can hold it. And I was able to pick it up and hold it. And it was on my wrist forever. And I was trying oh. to make it fly and it would not leave. It's like, it was on my wrist. Like you asked for me, here I am. So right. right. Like, it would not come off. And it was so still to the point where my mom thought something was wrong with it. And I was like, mama, there's no damage at all on these wings. There's nothing wrong with this butterfly. I don't think there's nothing wrong. Yeah. And it eventually flew off. And I'm just, you know, the day before, I said, I have not seen my favorite butterfly in a very long time. I'm going to see one. And then I had to catch myself and stop myself from looking for it yeah. and feeling disappointed, thinking, oh, it's not working. I caught yeah. that. And I'm so glad I caught that mm-hmm. because I don't think it would have happened <laughs> if I had sat in that, you know, doubt. And I don't know if I would consider that. Um, I was using the gum as an example of a small prayer and the butterfly as an example of a big prayer. But I don't know. Both may seem small, but, you know, both, I, I was going to say both both seems fairly small in the grand scheme of things. You know, if you're right. if you're talking about something big, I'm thinking of like, you know, Lord, let me win this this jackpot on the, the Powerball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And right. I'm going to tell you, my hands been itching like crazy. Me too. And my mom, she like, oh, my hand itching. As soon as she says it, my hand starts itching. I'm like, listen here. Yeah. I'm I'm to the point where I just feel like I want to be in the flow. Like, I'm tired of hustling. I'm tired of working harder, working smarter. Like, I feel that I I've reached a level where... I shouldn't have to prove myself. So my, my, my prayer of manifestation is just whatever is supposed to come my way. That's going to bring the abundance that I'm hoping for. is just going to be here and going through what I went through for the month of December and into this first week of January has Mm -hmm. been so hard because I really went into the the hardcore like self-care like massages weekly and yoga and getting mm-hmm. my nails done getting my hair done um going and buying a new outfit and and doing all these things that physically makes me feel better but inside I'm still like uneasy about what what the future is going to hold but I knew that I needed to make a decision so that God or the universe could bring me the things that I desire. Because everything that I that I experienced from, I would say, maybe February, March of last year, actually, it was the whole year. It was the whole year. Conflict after conflict, hard conversations after hard conversations. And I'm like, this ain't working for me anymore. I look crazy and I'm, I'm mm, no, the, the bug stops here. I'm going to take responsibility and accountability for myself and remove myself from these situations. 
Mm-hmm. And once I started doing that, like the messages from people has been so awe-inspiring. Like when I tell them, oh, I'm I'm no longer over here. Well, congratulations. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like I it's so many things that you just said that is confirmations. I mean, I, it's not even funny. Like that's why I was throwing my hands up when you it was certain things that you said because I've seen messages um a lot about going with the flow. Mm-hmm. And but you know, sis, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you. I put that emotion mm-hmm. in 2020 Ooh. because, because in 2019, I had a rough, a, a three month period where things was going haywire and it was, I was under so much stress. And then I found out I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And when I found out I was pregnant, just a few months later, the pandemic hit. And then just a few months after that, everything was shut down. Then a few months after that, I had the baby. And after I had the baby, I was like, I worked so hard while I was pregnant. And I tried to remain positive. I, I feel like I did a great job while, you know, under the circumstances. Yeah. Um, but I I remember saying the end of that summer, beginning, beginning of the fall of 2020, I said, you know what? I am not trying to work harder. I am not even trying to work smarter. I want to be in the flow. And I think when I made that statement, the universe was like, okay, let me show you what's about to go down in 2021. (laughs) (laughs) And now 2022. And well, 2022, I feel that I came into, it's heavy because, you know, um, I think when you, when you were, leaving something or walking away from something sometimes you feel like a failure or you feel like this this just wasn't working out so I need to make a change and so you kind of associate that with like grief or loss and you also have the fear of missing out so it's Mm -hmm. like okay if I walk away I'm going to miss out on all this great stuff that's about to happen over there but then the universe is like but no you were only supposed to get to a certain point and then yeah. I have something better for you over here and they're going to be okay without you. Mm-hmm. And you just have to trust and believe and be okay with what I'm trying to do. You know, the frequency well, of the universe exactly. is telling us that. Exactly. And, and that's, that's the whole point of, um, you have to trust the universe. It's mm-hmm. not going to tell you to jump ship and you're going to land on a highway with business, you know, busy traffic. It's right. not going to do that to you. It's never, but it feels that way. A lot of times it feels that way because of, of attachment. That's mm-hmm. really what it is. The life is literally teaching everyone the art of detachment because when we attach ourselves to the obligation or feeling obligated that's something that's forced that's not going with the flow that's not natural that's not um effortless 
It's not authentic. It's forced. Anything forced is not from the divine. I've had full debates with people about this, so-called spiritual people. But anything forced is not from the divine. So if you're holding on to the point where you're holding on to this rope and your hands are on fire, you're hurting yourself. Mm-hmm. When you can literally just do this. And then, you know, I have the exact same story, the exact same sentiments around my situation that you know of, my personal situation. Yeah. Exact same thing. Grief, failure, um, me thinking that I'm missing out on something, all of these things, even though. I got every confirmation, every, you know, thing to let me know that spirit was telling me to do this was spirit moving me. This was right. spirit saying to do this. Right. So it's not going to tell you how it's going to feel. It's not going to tell you if it's going to be uncomfortable or how uncomfortable. It's not going to tell you all the resistance that's going to come with it. It doesn't tell you that part, you know. So that's why we have to just trust it. And that's the one thing I always had in the back of my head because I remember the readings of people walking up to me or random strangers inviting me, telling me what I was going through and I needed to like literally like it was stuff like that happening mm. where I had no doubt that this was the universe. This was God this was spirit telling me this ain't for you. Yeah. So and then when you said, I couldn't believe you said that. When you said, um, there's something better for you. Oh, wow. I got this card so many times going through that situation and removing myself and being okay with removing myself. I still get this card sometimes when I when I shuffle from this deck. And, you know, sometimes I would shuffle from this deck and I would get this card and I would be like, yeah, right. I'm rolling my eyes. Well, you know what? You know what? Another. But look, when that doubt comes in, I see it other places. There's something Mm -hmm. better. Or I read a reading. You know, there's readers that like post, you know, these paragraphs on Instagram of readings. And And they say there's something better. (laughs) Yeah, in all caps. Like that's the first line. And I'm like, are you kidding me? But you you know what? You know what else? You know what else just popped into my mind is the the ego. So it's like, okay, you want to hold on, not even because of the fear of loss or the fear of missing out, but you think that they're they're winning. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like Right. They can win. It's fine. Like yeah. it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's not. It's not even. That's not even what it is, though. It, it's because at the end of the day, what I like you said, people were telling you congratulations. Yeah. So when we had the conversation about narcissists, mm-hmm. I remember reading something because I felt the same way. That's exactly how I felt. I felt like I folded. And I remember reading something, following these pages about um, narcissism and, and, you know, dealing with someone with actual real life disorder. Okay. And when you leave a situation or, or end a friendship or anything like that with someone who has that or is like that, it feels painful. Like that's yeah. the worst part. That's the hardest part of dealing with them is leaving with them. Because of the breadcrumbing and the manipulation that you received the whole time, um, you know, all that. So I remember reading something um, from one of those pages that was like, 
um, you left a narcissist or you ended a narcissistic friendship and you feel this way, you feel that way, but congratulations in all caps, you won. And for some reason, reading that hit me so hard because mm. at the end of the day, anybody who's dealt with a narcissist knows that that's some traumatic stuff. Yeah. And so it's like, it makes sense of, yeah, yeah, you won. So if it is about winning or losing, you're the winner. It's not about that. But if it was, mm-hmm. so just like you said, you know, that's ego. And ego. that's why we have to purge. And that's why shadow work is important. All of that is going to come up when we do this uh, shadow work. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that discussion. Yes, you know what? Yes. I actually, because I know you're working on the momentum workbook. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm going to work on mine cause I was finishing up something else. So okay. by the time we schedule that episode, like we both will be done with the, the book. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay. So we passed the full moon. What's the energy that's closing us out for the month in regards to numerology? So, yeah. So the end of the month, um, January 31st. That is uh, numerology-wise, that's the number 11. 11 is always um, a number of spirituality. It's a number of um, knowing spirit, trusting yourself because of the one. The ones in 11 uh, always has to do with self. Um, You as an individual. One is the number of individualism. So um, it's like your spiritual journey. And you want to make sure that you end this month out with uh, doing everything that you want to do or working on anything that you want to work on for the sake of your own spiritual health as an individual, as a person. (laughs) And the card just came, that just came out. Like I'm thinking of last year and I keep getting this card personally too. But I'm thinking of last year and all of the purgings that's taking place and the grief that we're dealing with mm-hmm. and um, things like that. And um, now, you know, we're in a moment of everything integrating better and uh, aligning with us without so much resistance, without some mm-hmm. stuff that's not for us, that's blocking us. Um, so, you know, what we're what we're dealing with now is this right here. This is the card that just came out. Ooh, right. recovery. Right. We are recovering. Yes. Recovery period. And that's beautiful because it's, you know, recovery feels good. That part feels good. When you feel yourself coming back together and you feel your mental, your mind, your body, your spirit, all of this stuff coming back together so you can have that balance. Okay, mm-hmm. the number six, the two, 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 the harmony. It's harmony. We're recovering. I'm thinking about the word recovery. I'm thinking about somebody whose body is repairing itself after an injury. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So all of the cells and all that stuff that it be doing in there to heal itself, to create the scab and all this here, the scar. So you might have a scar, but you're alive and yes. you're strong and you know you're moving forward. So Recovery is is what's going on. All of our parts of ourselves 
is integrating and it can do that with less resistance now. So that would be the energy of this whole entire year is a year of harmony and recovery. And, you know, for this month with the full moon being um, January 18th, the moon will actually be in Leo and um, sun and Capricorn. So all of that, you know, work on your businesses, your entrepreneurial ideas, but make sure that your mind, your body, and your spirit is in alignment as well. And you're doing self-care, you're practicing self-care for the sake of caring for yourself, right. not because you're trying to manifest something. Do it yeah. because you need it. Do it because you need to recover. And then everything else is going to come into alignment the way it should. Yeah. So that would be that. That's the podcast for this month. Girl, I am truly blessed by by this conversation today. Thank you so much, Shay Ya, for the January energy forecast report. We're so glad that you're feeling much better. If you all want to follow her, you can look for her under Shaya the Indigo. To dial into our frequency. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at The Metaspiritualist, Twitter at Metaspiritu1, and of course on Podbean, Apple, Google, the iHeartRadio app, and Listen Notes. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to our newsletter. Each week, I release a new issue that shares a personal perspective, an affirmation for the collective, and a hype of a friend of The Metaspiritualist. If you enjoy the content being brought to you today, Feel free to message us at metaspiritualist at gmail.com. Until next time, we hope that you are in peace, harmony, love, and abundance.